This episode of Nintendo Voice Chat is sponsored by Gamefly. Listen! Welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat episode 421, live from Germany at Gamescom 2018. Today I'm joined by Tina Amini. Hello. Sydney Goodman. What up? And over there, an actual German. Good morning, Zach. Per Schneider. <laughs> Guys, we're here to talk about Nintendo, but first I wanted to ask the question that's on everybody's mind at a show like this. How's your Gamescom? It's pretty good. Yeah? Played it's some Nintendo. Good. Yeah. Well, that's nice for you. I haven't been playing anything. Actually, that's that's not a. I brought my Switch. I've been playing my Switch. So I haven't played any game demos. Oh, you haven't played anything. What are you doing here? I invited you for a reason. It's been pretty chill so far. I mean, the halls were only filled with journalists and you know investors and stuff. Now the doors are open to the public. Right. So now you have to recreate that scene from Crocodile Dundee where you walk over heads to mm. get to anything. Does that work? Wait times used to be Smash Brothers used to be like 15 minutes are now going to be like six hours. Yeah, we went oh, down good. yesterday during yeah. the press day to play some stuff, and and our wait times are pretty pretty minimal. Yeah, but I imagine there. it's a nightmare today. This is my first this is my first year at Gamescom where I've actually had an opportunity to go to the show floor. Well, this is my third year, but I've never gone to the floor before and I was kind of surprised to see just how huge this game is. You know, they they bill it as like the biggest gaming convention and in the it world. Is. For good reason, right? There'll but, be multi-hour lines for Splatoon 2, which is available on your Switch right now. Yeah, yeah I mean, that happens at if you want the too. real Gamescom experience, you hear to hear first. Uh, play <laughs> Splatoon 2 as soon as you can. Just run right out there and do it. Guys, a lot of Nintendo news coming out of Gamescom. Uh, and Nintendo news that's not coming out of Gamescom. Some stuff we heard just sort of outside the cycle of the show. I did want to cover off on some new stuff before we got into the games that we've been playing here at the show. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I wrote it here in my notes, Friggin' Grandia is coming to Switch. Isn't that great? Grandia yeah. 1 and 2, yeah. both coming to Switch. Now, if you guys don't know Grandia, that's uh, uh, Game Arts, the guys behind Lunar and Sylphid, uh published by Gung Ho. They've been getting into a lot of these like sort of remaster publishes and stuff. And this is Grandia 1 and Grandia HD, uh, HD Remake, Grandia yep. 2 HD Remake. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love these games. Like the original one for PlayStation, uh, beautiful sprite work, really cool, like classic JRPG. And then Grandia 2 for the Dreamcast. That's my jam. So. so we've known about this for a while. We weren't allowed to talk about it. But, uh, what? What's, You're telling what's, me you um, know about stuff before it happens? <laughs> what's, yes. What's happening now, I think, you know, the, the Vita obviously is not a vibrant platform in Japan mm -hmm. anymore. And the Switch is sliding in and it's becoming the RPG machine. Right. At the same time, like uh, Famitsu had a report on Langrisser, the, the yeah. classic uh, Mega Drive, um, you know, Genesis games, also coming now out to mm -hmm. Switch uh, in, in full remake. So I think you're, you're going to see a lot of bygone JRPGs making the transition to Switch, which is awesome. Not only that, but yeah. a lot of like the niche RPGs that were showing up on Dreamcast or pff, Dreamcast, PSP yeah. and Vita, uh, like you know things from uh, like uh, uh, Atlas yep. or, or Game Arts, like things like yep. that. So that, that's really exciting that we get these like really niche sort of RPGs yeah. uh, come to Switch. So he was hoping cool. for Ogre Battle, of course. Oh God, Atlas. What if they brought Let Us Cling Together? I, I want 64. Really? Give me Ogre Battle. Over 64. Ogre? Yes. Every, every day. You're not a Matsuno fan? No, I, 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 it's good. Write there's, it down. There's still two days left of Gamescom. That's you right. Have your chance. Come on, Atlas, <laughs> get with it. I want it. Uh, okay, so next up on the list, we heard that uh, Telltale's bringing the entire Walking Dead series over to Switch. Uh, first season is dropping on the 28th. Uh, that includes 400 days. And it's coming out for twenty four ninety nine, which I think is a little bit steep. Tina, you and I were talking about this a little bit last night. Yeah, I mean, there's such bite-sized seasons, but at the same time, I guess at season four, and considering that you, I imagine, would that would that include season four? No, it doesn't. Does no. it? Then no. you know, it's I, seasons. I, I so, take it all back. It's wait, definitely so is that too price just for the first season? Yeah, twenty four ninety nine just for season one, and I then seasons two and three drop later this year. So oh, yeah, I that's you were pretty steep. Twenty five dollars or twenty four ninety nine for Everything. all of them. I was no. gonna say yeah, well, then how that would be cheap fine. Did you want it to be? Because they're about like like every episode is about two hours long I would say yeah. if yeah. I recall correctly and, and this first season was excellent um, mm -hmm. but that's not even that's not even uh you know, with, it's so old at this point. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I feel like you can get you can get the entire first season for much cheaper on other platforms. So twenty four yeah. ninety nine yeah. kind of feels steep to me. I don't know, what but do you think? I am in. Sorry, you just. No, that's okay. I, I just oh. pointed in that general <laughs> yeah. direction. So you know, you, you guys, count as one human uh, you, now. You guys are all just the like way over on that side of the stage. Yeah. Take the ball, and run with it. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say I because I played the first season and then I just never had time to keep playing and I'm really into playing it on a mobile platform. Same. So yeah. I played the first season on my iPhone way back when that was like a novelty and now it's kind of nice to think okay this is a perfect excuse for me to go back through seasons two and three now well a question to the panel before we go too much further will i actually go back and play seasons two and three never i think you could totally pass right. on it and be no, fine Paris, right i absolutely it, won't. it's not gonna happen i mean just you've been away from your your switch you've been working very hard here and you've Thank been you. away for from your switch for like a week 
and about 20 games have dropped. I've played like, all those games, actually. You, so. ha you have not. You, me and Brian Altano. No, nope, yeah. not true. It's a good but, point, um, though, especially because it's on Switch and there's so many other things to play. Why would you, especially, you could just do like yeah. a little recap online mm. and be fine. But, but if you're a fan of, you know, good <laughs> comics and Walking Dead Season 1 was really, really cool. Uh, yeah. It kind of defined the, the new adventure uh, genre, you know, kind of like the resurgence of like the point and click adventure style. But yeah, we'll, we'll see what the market will bear. Like a lot of these games are coming back at very high prices. We talked about Diablo being full price too. Right. And that's a, that's a game from what, like 2011? Yeah, or, yeah. 2012. 2012 yeah. Yeah. It, it's been a while. And so we'll, we'll see if, if Switch owners will pony up the, the big dollars or if it's going to push down the prices over time. Yeah. I guess if they want to have all of their decisions carry over into season four and play on Switch, yeah. you got to play the pay the yeah. price for that. Your Switch will remember yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your Switch exactly. will remember that. <laughs> uh, give me The Wolf Among Us on Switch, mm. and I'm all there. Yeah, The Wolf Among Us, Tales from the Borderlands. Like I'm interested in some of those uh, Telltale series more so than The Walking Dead, because like I said, I did fall off. I think they'll all come. I mean, once they've got the engine running, I think, I, I think it's very easy for them to port. It's just about whether there's demand for them. Sure. Mm -hmm. Well, apparently they're bringing the first three, no questions asked. So. Yep. Uh, I guess they see that the demand is possibly there. Yep. So. Right on. Moving along, uh, this one's really quick. Luigi's Mansion gets a release date. That's uh, October 12th in North America and October 19th in Europe. Uh, 3DS, though. Right. Yes. That's true. It's coming to 3DS. This is the original Luigi's Mansion for GameCube um, coming to the 3DS uh, just in time for Halloween. Yeah. You got to get spooky in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you play yeah. it on the GameCube originally, Luigi? I had it. It wasn't like a favorite of mine. Really? It was like, tough. I, it was I tough cycled to, like, through it, you know? Like, yeah. I think my brother bought it or got it for like whatever he got it for. And I would play it and I was just kind of like, oh, I could also be playing something different. So I, I liked it, but it, it, was, a, it was a fast, kind of small experience. Um, I'm actually looking forward to playing it again on the 3DS. I, I love that Nintendo keeps the platform alive, mm -hmm. even if it's, you know, via ports like Captain Toad or, or, or this. Um, you know, and then we'll get all WarioWare games, of course, in sure. between. Yeah. I, I think it's good that it's coming out. I, I loved yeah. uh, uh, Dark Moon. I think Dark Moon is a much better game, much like bigger a more game, realized yeah. version of this game. Yeah. Uh, so it, w it almost seems like a step back to me that they're bringing Luigi's Mansion to the 3DS. But then again, we talked about last week's episode. You know, the 3DS definitely has legs. There's still stuff coming out through 2019. So we know that Nintendo has uh, a plan to support this platform. And even if it's in the form of like, you know, how many how many people owning a 3DS missed this game when it came to GameCube? Everybody. Yeah. No, I mean, how seriously. Long ago? What was and that, 30 years ago that it yes, came to GameCube? 330 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's also, it's, it's a shorter game. So I think if they put it on Switch, some people would be disappointed if they compared it with the average length of a Mario game or even Captain Toad or some of the, the games mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. So I think it's good for 3DS. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I travel with both my Switch and my 3DS. I oh, always I always bring my 3DS, but I also play all of my Pokemon games. I play Pokemon when I travel. Okay. So I always Exclusively have when you travel, only when you're on I the road? I always play at least one Pokemon game when I travel. What's your Gamescom Pokemon game? It is Pokemon Yellow right now. Oh, that's yep. a good one. Did you get the, the Pikachu Surf mission? Not the minigame? No, no. Oh, that's my fave. You'll, you'll get a remake of that ever, soon, you so that you don't one? have to bring your 3DS. I know, but yeah. I probably still will. <laughs> purist? <laughs> that's good. Right? I'm, I'm purist, yeah. yeah. Huh? Uh, okay, another announcement. Speaking of uh, older games coming to newer systems, uh, Saints Row the Third got announced in the Gamescom keynote. Now, here, uh, Saints Row the Third coming to Switch. In my notes, you guys will notice uh, uh -huh. I wrote... W what the swear word I put a yeah, bad word yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, well it's uh, very on brand with Saints Row so thank yeah, you yeah I mean this yep. is a this is a real non sequitur right this kind of <laughs> came out of left field so they're being very nebulous they say it's mm -hmm. next year so sometime it takes yeah. a long time to port that game right and, uh, it's a big game I guess more so than talking about like Saints Row coming for the Switch, which is fine, whatever, great. Um, that's a weird superhero style game, right? It's, it's fun. It's I mean, a it's, it's a good game, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, do seem, I do feel like it's a, a bit of an odd choice. <laughs> but I guess what I really want to talk about is, like, when we said earlier this year, all year since the Switch <laughs> launched, <clears throat> when we said uh, everything for the Switch, is this what we meant? Like, <laughs> literally everything. You know, like, I, I'm curious. Like, yeah, literally everything, because this is great. This is an awesome opportunity for, for players that potentially miss these games, you know, uh, on, on previous platforms. But, like, to your point, <laughs> there are 30 games for the Switch that I haven't even looked at this week. Saints Row? I like mean, Telltale, really? I mean, it's I, like I building a, a third-party virtual console at this point. Like, I, I got no problem with that. But with Saints Row, why wouldn't you go to the last game at right. least? Like something that's <laughs> a little Saints fresher. Saints Row the Third was a much better game. Huh? 
Saints Row the Third was a much better game. Oh, that's better than Saints Row Four. Yeah. Mm. So your your team Saints Row 3 yes, then. Yes, exactly. Okay. So as far as options go, this was the right one. This was the right call. But at the same time, I guess I wasn't there when you guys were talking about everything for the Switch. But I have said that on my own account. Uh, well, that's what I was going to say. I, I yeah. didn't mean just like just yeah. we. Right. I, I mm -hmm. meant the, the, the royal we. Yeah, like we, we did not, we did not I, uninvite you. Yeah, I think I prefer <laughs> like every game that comes out to come out on Switch. Just okay. because I like I the accessibility too. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Just so every you new have game. the option. Even all yeah. the just cookie clicker games options. that you always play when I like, yeah. see you at your desk. And Little Alchemist. Like, clicking. What yeah, I want that on Switch. Little Alchemist. I don't <laughs> play that anymore, Perry. <laughs> you heard it here first. Little Alchemist for Switch. Whatever that means. Nobody knows. <laughs> Everything on Switch. You combine elements and it makes new forms. Whatever. Oh, don't, don't, don't. Don't. <laughs> Nintendo Voice Chat is sponsored by Gamefly, the best way to buy and rent your favorite games. Gamefly.com gives you access to 9,000 titles, which are mailed directly to your door. For one monthly fee, you can play the latest and greatest games for as long as you want with no late fees or due dates, ever. When you get tired of a game, all you have to do is mail it back and they'll send you the next title on your list. That means you can get Mario Odyssey, collect all 999 Power Moons, visit Peach in Every Kingdom, and place an impossible to find Luigi Balloon before swapping games. It is awesome. And now Gamefly is offering movie rentals as well. Today, every Nintendo Voice Chat listener gets access to a free premium 30-day trial by going to Gamefly.com slash voice chat. That premium trial lets you rent two titles at the same time, and you get it by going to Gamefly.com slash V-O-I-C-E-C-H-A-T slash voice chat. Check it out. Here we go. Now, it's fine. Don't worry about it. We've been talking a lot about older games coming to Switch. Mm -hmm. But we're at Gamescom 2018, the home of the newest games for the summertime in Europe. It's right? here. It's quite the qualifier. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. 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 I wanted yeah. to, I, you know, I wanted to lend yeah. a, a the best special, games right, yeah. in the street, depending on in the street. <laughs> yes. uh, let's talk about the games that we've been it's playing at Gamescom, yeah. the games that we're, we're really enjoying. Um, and if I may, I'd mm -hmm. like to kick it off. You mentioned this one earlier. Uh, one of the games that I've fallen in love with over the course of, of Gamescom this year is uh, Devolver's uh, the Messenger. It's actually, it's published by Devolver, but it's coming to us from Sabotage. Uh, this is a super, super cool action platformer in the vein of Ninja Gaiden uh, in the first run through. So it starts off in this kind of like 8-bit style, but as you progress further through the game narratively, it, it you basically switch back and forth between like an 8-bit and 16-bit style, and the paths are different depending on the art style. And so it becomes this, what starts as a very like rudimentary uh, Ninja Gaiden clone, becomes this sort of Metroidvania the further into it that you get. And it's, there's this beautiful sprite work. It's super hard, like <laughs> really, really fun. I, I dig it. Pear, have you had an opportunity to play I haven't it? been able to play it yet, but I've, yeah. seen, I've seen lots of footage of this game, and you and Brian have been talking my ear off about yeah. it. Um, it, it looks really cool. I, you know, full disclosure, I was not the biggest Ninja Gaiden fan. I don't know why that, that franchise had never clicked with me, uh, you know, unlike Castlevania or any of the other kind of like 8 and 16-bit classics. But mm -hmm. it looks really cool to me. Um, so it's going to be, uh, oh, there you this go. We've got, cool. yeah, if you're just <laughs> listening to this, we've Hello, got. Hello, everybody. Damon. I'm wearing a t-shirt for the video game. The Messenger. There you go. just came in wearing, <laughs> wearing a go. Messenger t-shirt, which I'm very jealous of. This is actually that is a, a really sick t-shirt. Uh, Where'd you get nice. that? If you guys know Nina Matsumoto, she's an artist that does like a bunch of artwork for, uh, is this Phantom? Is this a, yeah. yeah. So yeah. she does a bunch of Phantom artwork. Uh, she's done some stuff for Shovel Knight, I think. Super cool. I feel like this just turned into an episode of QVC. Yeah. Here, so order now. Uh, <laughs> you get yeah. Damon for free. That's right. Yeah. Everybody can the first, nobody can hear you. Yeah, the first 10 orders. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, da gotta, Damon Hatfield, uh, no sleep, Damon Hatfield. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> we, uh, we run a tight ship up here, you know? Uh, so anyway, th this game's coming out really soon, right around the corner, August 30th release date, $20. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it um, three, ten out of ten. three wheels of cheese out of four, because okay. I haven't gotten all the way through it, but I really love it, and I think that you should purchase when it comes out. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I'll definitely play. Yeah, Tina, no, really is this, Per mentioned this earlier and said that this would look like an Amini game. Is this the oh, kind really? of game that you'd get into? You said yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. No, just no, like literally right before we started. Um, maybe. Well, Tina beats I, I us in all the games that we play against her, so. A ringing endorsement, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I, I get very impatient with anything involving platforming, but. Uh -huh. yeah. I'm kind of the Sounds same way, actually. Yeah. 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 I actually got to talk to them at PAX East and um, play it a little bit. I'm very bad. Okay. Not good at all. Yeah. So. Just, like in terms of the game or just in, in general? Everything. Okay. <laughs> it was just, it was awful the whole Sydney thing. Sydney Goodman, very bad. <laughs> just yeah. very bad. Sydney Badman. Uh, there you go. There play is. on words. 
But yeah, it, I mean, it looks beautiful, and I like the concept of it. But as far as patience and platformers mm -hmm. go, and my lack of skill in platformers, mm -hmm. it's just not really a good mix. Mm -hmm. We well, oh, have the 64-bit generation, I feel like, right? Mm -hmm. Like you yeah, came yeah. up when when platformers were sort of uh, not necessarily as in vogue as they mm -hmm. are now. So totally, that makes sense that your 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 thumbs wouldn't be up to speed in terms. They're of not right. <laughs> um, we also got to play. Uh, speaking of getting your thumbs up to speed, uh, Super Mario Party. More like your wrists. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, yeah. it is, it is yeah. more like your wrists. I'm I'm bummed to say that that those of you watching this episode, we don't have uh, a ton of B-roll of the actual game or the mini games. We just got these uh, young hipsters here playing this uh, <laughs> this game in this trailer. And we didn't even actually see this no, dual we didn't, we didn't screen see situation. But I was just gonna ask about that. Yeah, no. they're still not showing that off. You know, no. we saw it behind closed doors at E3 and then uh, immediately leaked that footage, which wasn't cool. But we, we fixed that. But uh, we did see it in action, but we haven't necessarily gotten any hands on at any other events. I think it would be hard to show the, the dual screen kind of uh, functionality in a, like a live environment. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. they obviously had it in their trailers. But what we did get to try out was a kind of like a like a five um, five mini game run where yeah. we got to you know play against each other and I think Tina beat us and everything. Tina did um, come in number one. We did play yeah. this game, this cooking yeah, this game. Yeah, I think this is the one that they show off in the trailer that yeah. we actually played. So you oh, have a one. pan, right? And you flip too. it. Yeah. You right. like try to cook a piece of meat, a little what, cube was it steak. Pork? Yeah. What was it? It looked, like a, pork? It looked steak? like a steak. Yeah, cube steak. Yeah. Just a, lightly seasoned. A cow cut into a cube. It. Well, yeah. see, that's the trick. If you if you want to get it faster, you just sear it, and then you, okay, you give so it. So you sear it from every side, yeah. and you have to use the Joy-Con, like holding it like the handle yeah. of a pan by flipping it. Mm -hmm. right. You can kind of flip it sideways. It actually feels really natural. They did yeah. a really nice job with it. The flipping sideways was really difficult for me. I found that if I just let the meat itself rotate, because it would on the natural oil, yeah. oil or whatever was happening on yeah. the pan, right, I'm right, right. overthinking this completely. Cooking with But Tina. when you just yeah exactly when you when you flip it just delicately, uh, it it'll just you know as you yeah. see that. That little red piece can right you show in front us of you. Can you show us again? Just, just a little flip. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I felt like, as Master <laughs> Chef myself, I felt like I excelled in this uh, this particular mini game because it did feel. That's like funny because you did lose. I got second <laughs> place. I beat you. So that's uh, funny because right. I really lost. I think yeah. Yoshi even beat you. Yeah, our computer beat me. Yeah, but I, I was impressed with the way again the the, the haptic feedback, the sort of uh, HD rumble fu functionality the Joy-Con is, is really nice. Really on display here, like really great functionality in the way that you. She's Tina's right. Like. Flipping it like really hard, you can you could throw that that little steak cube out of the pan, which automatically results I in like, another one dropping, and you have I to start all the way over. I did but, Benny Hanna's. Yeah, yeah, but if you <laughs> you tried yeah, some like power you tried moves. to flip it over to like yeah. a, like a shy guy. <laughs> yeah, like, here, yeah. here you go. Um, but I think like the the subtle flipping of uh, all six sides, you know, that, that was probably my favorite mini game of the bunch. There so. were a bunch yeah. like one was like just running around, uh, running away yeah, from so the little punchy goes. Yeah, so actually, I wrote down here. So the next one, the next one we played was a, a block runner where it was kind of a, a horizontal side scroller, and all four of us were running away from like a group of I believe it was booze wearing boxing gloves. Yeah. And uh, there's all these blocks in the way, and so you have to kind of Boxbolde in German. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you have to kind of wind your way around each of these blocks, and then whoever gets caught by the booze. Yep. You know, like it's basically like outrun. You just yep. run people. Yeah. It was like, and I guess it was it's like, like a never-ending level too. Like yeah. Well, they do catch up more and more, so there's an end to it. Like the, mm -hmm. there is a limit end. on it, yeah. but it, yeah. it was like the simplest kind of Mario Party challenge, just going all the way back mm -hmm. to the beginning. There wasn't a lot to it. I felt like my so because I stuck to the top layer yeah. level, and you rotated between the two of us. And pair, I think you were the bottom level mostly. Yeah. And I felt like my level ha barely had any blocks in the way. Yeah. No, the game definitely so cheated in your favor, empty. which is yeah. why you won. That's why I was trying to chop it up. <laughs> Moving between the top and the bottom levels, uh, I didn't have obstacles. So yeah. there were several runs where, you know, based on the level, I just I was able to speed through it. That's why I came in first in that one. So maybe we needed to like punch each other out of the way more and troll each other. Maybe that if was we the had, point. If we, were we too had uh, if we had played the game the way that the people in the trailers play right. Mario Party, just really just, like, getting in there, into each yeah. Other. Yeah. it yeah. might have been well, like a full contact sport. So well, there was like the tricycle pedaling where you had to take the Joy-Con, hold it sideways, and go like this. I always hate those. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so but it's I, like you got to go I like this. I can tell you immediately you when pedal. we started that you and I. Knew you how to do it, but right. Pear, you were you were going way too. You were rotating to too much of a degree of a radius. Pear was trying to ride the tricycle like he rides his bike, like out on a yeah. Sunday stroll. You, you have know, to do he's like got a this. tight radius. I was doing radius. the real thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Paris we have very big tricycles here. Yeah, just lounging. Yeah. Like, why, why competition? <laughs> Meanwhile, you and I were out. I Look, it's been it. at yeah. least 40 years longer that I've been on a tricycle than any of you guys. So. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been on a tricycle. Uh, tricycle, tricycle is not my favorite one. I thought it was fine. Uh, it was bad. We played uh, another one with... I felt like I was winding uh, up a toy or something. Yeah. 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 We, we played another one with a, where you dodged a bunch of football players. That was fun. Yeah. The so little the bull guys running through from... The four of us were in a sort of a pit, and then who are those guys called? From right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were coming in from all angles, and you have to kind of dodge out of the way. Uh, that was fun. I liked that one. Yeah. That was that pretty one got good. hectic fast. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. So did and you guys only play minigames? Yeah, yeah, they yeah, only, yeah, they only let you yeah. do like a selection of five I mean, minigames. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And then we wanted to do more, but they're like, oh, next people. <laughs> yeah, that's another, that's another thing about uh, being IGN at Gamescom. It's like... IGN at Gamescom is not the same thing as IGN at uh, E3. You know what I mean? Like, it's like normal humans. It teaches you yeah. some humility. In fact, I said something that I, yeah. I will forever regret to pair yesterday because I know that it's going to come back to haunt me. We were waiting in line to play uh, Super Mario Party, and I said, man, I don't remember the last time I waited in line to play a demo. And Pear said, oh, I don't know. Oh, I broke a nail. It was a really good impression, though. Yeah, he did. To be it, fair. it was really spot on. Yeah, it was uh, terrible. Super Mario Party is out October 5th, so not too long a wait there. Looks good, though. I mean, yeah, I'm, really I'm excited good. about it. The, I, it's been a long yeah. time since I was excited for yep. a Mario Party, and I think the, the sort of ubiquity of the Switch yeah. lends itself to like, have, like busting out a couple of levels in the office. Like I, I'm into it. I, I'll definitely be there day That's one. Good. You yeah. forgot the fifth minigame. Barrel rolling, which sucked the most. Yeah. yeah. So we stood. You stood on top of a barrel, and you had to tilt your Joy-Con forward and steer. It was awful. Well, forward was for speed. Uh -huh. It worked and pretty well. I, I like that one. Slow it down. That was actually the one that I was bumping you a lot. So yeah. that's the one that we were kind of trolling each we other. We were on. very competitive. You yeah. have to. Uh, so get, get you have pair. to find these little <laughs> F zero like speed speed arrows like, on the ground yeah. and get a little boost. Boosters, you yeah. decided to not take those instead yeah. go into the grass or the water. I was, yeah. I was convinced that my Joy-Con wasn't working. Uh, yeah, of course. Were, yes. well, I was okay. getting very frustrated. Yeah, that's why you told you had to tilt it forward. It's acceleration. I was, I was tilting it no. for, I, I understand <laughs> physics. I, I got how it worked. It just wasn't working that well for me. And uh, I hate to lose. So I was being a little crybaby yeah. about so it. So we'll have a rematch once we get the game. We'll, yeah. we'll play a little bit and we'll explain the controls to you again. Thank yeah. you. You guys can show me that. how I mean, to pedal a, a tricycle. in the beginning yeah. of every minigame, but we'll still you know, give you a freebie round. Yeah. And we'll capture some of these games and put them out there so people can see what we're awesome. talking about. So it's not just us uh, you know, sitting up here describing Joy-Cons with, uh, so with like awkward <laughs> hand Sorry versions. you didn't get to play it yet, it's but okay. maybe you yeah. can yeah. show Mario again. Party, so I'm very So I guess that's a good question for you. I'm sort of a lapsed Mario Party player. I was a Mario Party guy on Nintendo 64 when you would burn uh, holes in the palms of your hands spinning the, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, are, you ready, uh, are you ready for Mario Party again? Or have oh, you yeah. played all of them? I, Is that something so you've kept I up with? So I played up to six. Okay. And I still, I still have a GameCube, so anytime we have people over, we play four usually. Oh, good. Four's a good one. Four's a good one. I like the Dungeon Duos mm -hmm. um, yeah. minigame. That's my favorite minigame probably of all time. Other than the Lickitung one in uh, Pokemon Stadium. What was the puzzle was really game called? They had a really good kind of Tetris-like puzzle game. Oh, Pokemon God. Puzzle League? No, but it, but it was awesome. It, was, like, it could have been a standalone. Yeah. I'll look it up. Okay. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would agree. I'm kind of relapsed, but I'm always ready for a good, a good Mario Party game. Hmm. Do it. Yeah. Mario Party also uh, for our uh, listeners 21 and over, great drinking game, killer it drinking is. game to play Mario Absolutely Party. Absolutely true. Yeah. We're the in first Germany. One. It's not 21 and over. What is it? 16 for beer. 16? Yeah, I was say, Why I are you 16. so surprised? Only for beer. Animals out here. We All can't right. drive until we're 18, though. That's weird. Well, you just get drunk first, and then you're sober. <laughs> you can drive a car. You learn get it out of your, your uh, you you learn how much uh, you know you get influence before you get into a car. That's safer. Right. Uh, you know what what is uh, similar to driving a car, driving a spaceship. <laughs> Good segue. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> I finally got an opportunity to play Starlink yesterday, and uh, I'll I'll be the first to say it here. I freaking love Starlink. I think it is awesome. I had a blast playing it. Um, First bullet were point, you, Zach is a believer. That's were true. Were you <laughs> eh on it before after seeing it at E3? I wasn't, I okay. wasn't eh on it before. Yeah. I just hadn't had an opportunity to play it. And playing mm -hmm. it yesterday, to me, felt like the spiritual successor to Star Fox. Or the, really? or the Star Fox game that I've wanted for a really long time. Like, it's nice that Star Fox is in here for Nintendo Switch. Yep. But, um, but you didn't play it, a Star Fox. I did not play a Star Fox. I chose one of the, the uh, other characters. She was a drummer and had, like, a cool rhythm uh, mini game to, to do, like, an area attack. Yeah. It was very fun. But um, this game, to me, feels like what Star Fox should have been on Wii U. Uh, the, the scale, the sense of speed, the ability to um, navigate 
planets in a, like a full circumference, I think yeah. is really cool. Um, a little I bit love, more groundbound, like well, a little love, bit more strafey, right? Like, yeah, I yeah. love the ability that, that this game gives you where if you hold the right button on a plant while you're on a planet, uh, you basically magnetize yourself to the ground. So it and takes you out of, or out, of out of the sky and brings you closer to the ground and keeps you low. So when you're fighting some of the like, bigger bosses, like my demo ended in this giant sort of spider boss. Um, so when you fight that boss, you stay low and it's much easier to strafe and it almost feels like a third person shooter. And then you can bounce back up Yep. Get back into the sky. Go to your next objective, um, and like other otherwise, like it's very technically impressive. Yep. I think it, it sort of looks, but like <laughs> it doesn't look awesome. It looks dithered. Like the, yeah, it, it has. Yeah, the textures are a little bit muddy. There's mm -hmm. a lot of pop in, but the idea that you can totally no man's sky this thing and go from the planet's surface all the way out into orbit. There's six planets to explore. Um, seamlessly, I think it's really, really cool, really impressive. Yeah. I think at this point, you know, like when Ubisoft first, first show uh, Rabbits, for example, everybody's like, oh, is this going to be good? Right. I think the same reaction with this game where people said, Toys to Life game now after yeah. everybody's shutting mm -hmm. down their lines. Well, what the is thing. this? Like, yeah. I think its initial conception yeah. as a game, they, they may have led with the wrong foot because its initial conception did seem like just a Toys to Life thing, yeah. but you can actually get everything just digitally. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have the physical components. And that was a key thing that they left out I remember it wasn't until like an interview um, with one of the designers that that information came out mm -hmm. and then they introduced the whole Star Fox crossover thing mm -hmm. which is when people started paying attention but my lesson mm -hmm. now is you know give Ubisoft the benefit of the doubt they're definitely treating switch as a unique and different platform so some of the games where they're leading with with switch uh, I think you know they deserve uh, they deserve some, some credit. So long as they're leveraging yeah. that relationship yeah. really they're cool. doing it well they're yeah. two for two on pleasant surprises now it's yeah. not like yeah. they're not Porting like Rayman One, right? right. Or Saints Row Three. Well, I mean, they also are porting Rayman, but they're yeah. also giving us like yeah. incentive to, to like. I love the idea that Ubisoft and Nintendo have partnered to do things that are sort of outside of Nintendo's wheelhouse, right? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. like they're bringing us Rabbids, uh, Mario and Rabbids, which is great because we have strategy game like Fire Emblem, but that's sort of niche. Mm -hmm. Like Mario plus Rabbids is maybe a different appeal or a different audience, right? And then yep. you've got something like this, like, like. Obviously, we've uh, experimented with Star Fox in the past, and it's been mixed results. Uh, even coming from a, a developer like Platinum, so it's nice to see Ubisoft take a crack at it and really nail it. I, I'm, I'm totally sold on this game. Yep. Whereas before, it was like, oh, I, I might check that out when it comes out. Now I'm, I'm in it to win it with this. Like I, I really, really enjoyed my time with this game, and cool. I will play a Star Fox, and I will pretend that it's a Star Fox. And game. I will buy the little toy. I don't know if that okay. surprised you or uh, you know. not at all. But I, I'm also interested, so yesterday was the first time I got to play it, and they had the setup of uh, you know, the, the ship, the customizable ship. And I thought it was cool like, that you could pop things off, but it was also a little annoying because to change, you know, enemies have different types. There's fire types, ice types, whatever. They all have weaknesses. Um, and so when you pop things off in mid-gameplay, it pauses the game and allows you to swap things out, which is nice. But it's also like, well, couldn't I just do that in a menu? Like, I, I don't know. And you can. Right? Okay. I mean, it's optional, yeah. so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Interesting. Cool. Uh, really dug it. Um, moving on, we also played uh, Diablo 3. Which was a weird demo. And yeah, again, we didn't bring Sydney because Sydney was working while we were playing. Yeah, which I hope you guys I, had fun. We're sorry. <laughs> we Did you play it. Diablo 3 before? Like, no, no not a, I didn't. Not no. A no. Fan. Well, I have I got a it. plan for you? <laughs> Diablo 3 on Nintendo Switch because guess what? That sure is Diablo 3. Yeah. Yeah. So they dropped us into a demo where, were we level 70 or something? Yeah. Like, so we were Too completely high. maxed uh -huh. out. Every character mm -hmm. had like the insane uh, attacks. all of our abilities, everything was maxed out. My necromancer yeah. had like, you know, eight skeletons, skeletons following. Yeah. Like, we were just spamming the hell out of everything. It was pretty packed on the screen. It ran nicely, so yeah. it didn't slow down. It's not like the, you know, the what you're seeing kind of polygon and environment-wise is up to snuff with modern games, mm -hmm. but, but it ran really smoothly. Um, we played uh, Wireless Link. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, no lag. Player. No lag, it was quick. Yeah. And best of all, when you go into your menus and you're an, an annoying player who keeps on equipping every single thing you find, the other player can keep on going. They're not tethered to your screen. They're, they're not paused. Um, so all that stuff is happening. Independently. Sounds to me like maybe you've spent some pl time playing Diablo 3 yes. with your kids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
They are, you know, like same with games like Borderlands. You'll always have that one person on the party who like spends way too much time at the at the Looking vending at the machines. Hey, yeah. that wasn't me. I was going around but lasering zombies. Tina was that now. person in Borderlands. This game sure. is going to be killer on an airplane with friends, or you're waiting in line at a movie theater because you can just pop in with your characters. I will say everything seemed incredibly good. small. Maybe it's my eyes, but it was very it tiny. It and is. I was squinting yeah. at it. Yeah. Mm. You feel that way? Uh, I don't know. I, I had a, I had trouble. We also played Smash, and, and not unlike Smash, I kind of had trouble keeping track of what exactly was going on and where I was. So, but so it's you even like your icons are difficult to see, or or any of the text saying like what you're. No. I think Shit. she means limits. <laughs> no, I got your icons. Yeah, I got it. So it was I, a joke. I think the issue in this case again, we were maxed out, and we had all the most devastating effects, and we kind of stuck together too. So you mm -hmm. you can you can spread apart a little bit more within each dungeon. Um, I, I yeah, we were like tackling different quadrants for a while yeah. there. It was good teamwork. No, yeah. no fault of the game itself. I just kind of forgot how to play uh, uh, Diablo, mm -hmm. so I had a I had a bit of a tough time. I died a couple of times. Tina was getting angry with me. She said I was no good at the you game. You died once, I died and like then we I died abandoned like the game. Times. Oh, really? Yeah. And then wow. I died zero times. <laughs> I the died big zero thing, times. The big thing about this game, obviously, is the loot drop system, right? Mm. Like being able to get cool new upgrades, equip them, go back out, farm some of that stuff. And when, you, when you're doing a demo at, at an event like this, that just doesn't happen. Like you don't care about mm. anything you find. So some of that game loop is removed. Yeah, you don't get that progression, that feeling but, um, towards yeah, that. If you Yeah, if, if you've never played Diablo, it's an incredibly addicting uh, experience when you're playing with friends. It's basically just another excuse to play. Yep. Now on Switch. Or will be. Will be. Yeah, it comes out later this year. Uh, but we'll we want to talk it. about games. We want to talk about games that are already out. Uh, yes. Early on uh, on Gamescom, I think it was during the keynote, they announced that Morphe's Law was mm -hmm. coming to Switch. It was one of those kind of like, and you can play it right now sort yeah. of things. So Morphe's nice. Law is a game that we saw in an early uh, Nintendo uh, Indie Showcase mm -hmm. uh, and kind of sparked, like, caught our attention for sure because it's so weird. But you've been playing it and I wanted, I, I wanted you to tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so Morphe's Law, it is a shooter, which mm -hmm. I like, um, but it really like flips it on its head as far as when you're shooting, you are shooting to kill sort of, but that's very secondary. Like mm -hmm. the winning team isn't the team with the most number of kills. Mm -hmm. You're actually building the team avatar. So it's whoever's avatar is bigger at the end of the timer. I don't remember what the time limit is. It might be like 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, it's wins. like that like, game when you go to the carnivals and you're just shooting a water gun into like, and a big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so everywhere, <laughs> so if you shoot an opponent's like leg, then your legs are getting bigger and theirs are getting smaller. But the way that the maps are designed is as you get bigger and technically are, that would mean you're winning, you can't always get to different areas because like... You're too big to get you're through. You're too big now, to get yeah. through, yeah. So it has a really interesting way of balancing skill in the game, which I am like very absurdly bad at this game. Maybe I'm just bad at Switch. I don't know. I'm <laughs> not good at this at all. Um, but it is a lot of fun to play, which is saying something because I don't like being bad at things, but I am still playing. It. And you can uh, you can kind of add insult to injury by like making somebody's head really tiny and mm -hmm. like you know. Like you, you can see yeah. that in the video if you want. I wish the it. final round was just the two big avatars battling it out. Right? That'd be great. Yeah. That yeah. would be great. Well, and there's one map that the two avatars are on either side. And as one gets bigger, it tips the map. So the map is actually moving as cool. the, um, the game progresses. So I really, really like it. I think it's super innovative and... Um, there is tilt control similar to Splatoon, mm -hmm. which I turned off immediately. Yep. Yeah, yep. same. Yeah. <laughs> but if you Sounds like right. that, you I can like play it. like that. Yeah. So, well, yeah. you can turn it on. It's whatever you get used to. Honestly, go if you play Splatoon, you should play it with tilt, con tilt control. It's just mm -hmm. better. Okay. It's not an opinion. Hot it's, take. A, it's, it's a fact. It's a hot take. Uh, okay. No, but I'll, I, I want to try this. I mean, this game looks really weird to me where I'm like, I think the concept is so intriguing. I just can't tell whether it's actually fun. Mm -hmm. You know, just kind of watching it. It's, it's funny to look at. Mm -hmm. But I'm yeah. curious to see how that gameplay element um, figures into play. Because that's like when you're that big, it's so you're like such a huge target for everybody. Is that still, can it be frustrating or is it fun? You just I haven't be gotten player. that big because I'm not good. Okay. <laughs> Hi. There you go. I'm pretty consistently small. All right. So. All right. Yep. Uh, Morphe's Law, not out now, not on the show floor. Mm -hmm. uh, but there are all, there were a lot of other indies that we got to see yesterday when we were wandering yeah. around the show floor. Uh, Tina, you specifically wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the Gardens Between, and yeah. you wrote like just so <laughs> many notes here. Well, so I didn't play it at Gamescom. I played it at PAX. You weren't supposed to say that part. But it's at Gamescom, which counts. You didn't tell me that. <laughs> so it's an interesting game because it's, it's, it's like a really poetic kind of 
puzzle kind of platforming game. So basically, you have a lantern, and you have a friend, and you're trying to get lights in your lantern, and it helps you progress. So you can fast forward and rewind to get to different platforms. That's the basic like gameplay aspect of it. Mm -hmm. But around each environment, there are these like giant objects. So it's kind of very dreamlike levels. Um, so there'll be like a Game Boy somewhere, uh, some kind of like MP3 player, something like that. And all these objects are supposed to be representative of moments that you shared with your friend, things that brought you together. So the whole idea of the game uh, is that you're just kind of exploring friendship and mm -hmm. fast forwarding and rewinding through memories and it's the kind of way that we connect with memories by kind of going over them in our heads back and forth. So it's just like really beautiful and pretty and I like the whole concept behind it. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. It it's really got a really cool yeah, art Yeah, definitely style. caught my eye. There were, there were a couple of indie games that I thought were visually really impressive. Like, mm -hmm. this was one. There was the Unruly Heroes game. We, we Unfortunately, people kept on hogging it. We yeah. didn't get to play it, but it, it looks like a really pretty kind of Rayman-style yeah, side-scroller. that was the platformer that you and I were watching. Right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That was really nice. T Tina decided to play a whole bunch of indie games that take a very long time to play. <laughs> yeah, there was one called Night Call yes. that was also really... I mean, there's just a difference between, like, a good game and a good game to demo, and that is not a good game to demo. Um, Night Call is basically you're this taxi driver and narrative you're trying to figure. Game. Yeah, it's a narrative-driven game, and you're trying to figure out um, who's the serial killer that's going around. I believe uh, Paris. Yep. And uh, so you're going through and picking up different passengers and you're talking to them. And at the end of your shift, you go home and you have this big like detective board where you put everyone that you've met. And there are three potential murderers per game, 75 full characters. Everyone's game has a different murderer. So it's just an exploration of, of dialogue, essentially. But it's such a difficult game to demo because like, I talked to three people and then was like, all right, had some conversations. There are some <laughs> weird people with some weird drama going on, yeah. Uh, yeah. which connects to the whole like cab driver experience uh, if you've ever it, talked to your it cabbie looked, it looked intriguing to me just no? the art style and the the concept of it but yeah that's like the, it's the like a very type of game style. I'd never I'd never want to play at an yeah. an event yeah it wasn't yeah. a good game to demo yeah I feel like there, there's a there's a very definite line between games that that have good demos but it's something mm. like this on a trade show like this and games that just aren't built to to be demoed in this environment yeah and, how do you vertical and it's especially slice hard like, exactly there's not only that but it's like it's especially hard because we're American Press at a German show, and it's like when I was doing my uh, Starlink demo, everything was in German, all the prompts are in German, and I was fine with that. I had somebody that was, yep. you know, kind of telling me, okay, this is how you do this, this is, you know, kind of walking me through it. But I did hear some people ask, like, well, can you set, can you reset it to, to English? Like, I'd like to play in English, and it's yeah. like, well, I don't know. That seems like a bit of an ask. And, and demos, I think, are tough to begin with, mm -hmm. and so especially something as like a sort of out of the box and artistic as, as Night yeah. Call. There's too I much depth to it to be yeah. able to get anything out of like yeah. a 10-minute demo. Yeah, they're, they're, you know, obviously there are a bunch of uh, strategy games, like turn-based strategy games that never a great demo. Yeah, slower um, games like that. But sure. I'll, I'll try and go back and, and play some of the other indies on display. But I, I did get to play uh, Wonder Boy, for example. Uh, no, Monster you got Boy. To Monster I got Boy. to play Monster Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I did play Wonder, Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy was yeah, last I was gonna year. Say, we, we've all got uh, to play Wonder Boy. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that, that's an easier game to jump into. You know, it's a, it's a platformer with this kind of beautiful hand-drawn art style. And uh, in the demo, you could play, play as two of the, the characters. Uh, uh, oh, one, snack. you know, one is this uh, this this frog guy who has um, who has the ability to use his tongue to like latch onto things and swing, you know, like kind of mm -hmm. Castlevania style, uh, like like whip uh, whip stuff from from the 16-bit uh, days. You can actually swing between these different poles, and uh, it, it's really fun. I mean, it's a it's a clever little. Um, uh, Clever little platformer with a lot of puzzle elements, you know, like for example, your sword can freeze water and you can create yourself little platforms and ascend a, a, a waterfall. It's multiple uh, playable, um, playable characters. Um, but I did really like what I saw so far. It's just really vibrant, beautiful. Again, like, I want to call it Rayman style, but like that kind of whimsical art style. It's got like, to me, it's like a Saturday morning cartoon yeah. aesthetic. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fair enough, yeah. And, uh, you know, crazy big bosses. Uh, if you're watching this footage here, you can see that they're playing a lot um, uh, with uh, with rotation as well. You know, again, going back to some of the 16-bit the Mode 7 based games, um, you, you can just kind of solve puzzles by moving the screen and, and latching onto things. Was there the two-player in this game? I forget exactly. Uh, I, I didn't get to try it. Okay. I, I think it's really interesting that you can you can switch characters on the fly. I think it opens up a lot of yep. possibility for some really cool wheel. puzzles. Yep. You know, the ability to move through environments in different ways, like we just saw the Frogman, like, 
jumping up through, mm -hmm. like using uh, environmental stuff to latch onto, and then foregoing all of that, turning into a dragon and just shooting straight upwards. Like, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, so I got a little sliver of that. Unfortunately, they, they didn't have a, um, I couldn't hear audio with that one, but mm -hmm. you know, imagine uh, it'll be a little, a little easier to time your attacks and your jumps when you, when you get the audio cues, but it, it, it was fun to play. Looking mm -hmm. forward to it. It comes out in November, right? Uh, sure does. Yes, yep. November sixth. Okay. Yeah, I had to. I got lost here. So in my definitely notes. that one is on my list. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, what else did I get to play? Uh, looks like we got to play uh, Everspace and Planet Alpha. So I did. So Planet Alpha, I think. Yeah, I watched you play. Oh, you're Do right. you want to talk about Planet Alpha first? We first got maybe? Everspace on the screen. Yeah. Huh? We got Everspace. This is Everspace. Yeah. Okay. No, this is, no, this is Planet no, Alpha. No, that's Planet Alpha. Kidding. All right, just kidding. So yeah, Planet Alpha, it, it was really pretty. I think that's what drew me to it initially. Um, mm -hmm. It looks kind of like redundant, this is redundant to say, but like an, an indie No Man's Sky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's, A side-scroller No Man's Sky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't get to see any of what we're seeing on screen right now. It was very like intro level stuff. Um, so it was a little bit slow when I was playing because all I was doing was platforming and kind of exploring like all these really colorful creatures and these mm -hmm. colorful environments. Um, but they, they referenced it as kind of like inside Limbo-like. So it's basically supposed to be a story that's played out through your environmental exploration of it. And I suppose that later in the line, you get uh, some ability, you get more abilities that you learn, and then everything is contingent on a day-night cycle. So certain of those abilities um, contribute to the day versus the night. And setting. there's a mystery, right? Like you crash land on a planet, and yeah. I, I watch you just kind of navigate the environment at first, but then get into some kind of alien technology stuff, and so. Yeah then I guess the questions are what the heck is going on here. Exactly. And, yeah. So there's some like puzzle elements too. So towards the end, the, the most gamey that the demo got was towards the end when I saw like some kind of sun symbol and something mm -hmm. around that. And you're supposed to line them up as you like rotate certain platforms. So there's puzzle elements in there. Not sure. like a high action dodge attacks game, more kind of like you jump, like more like flashback or something more like that. You know, yeah. yeah, like that was kind of But there's some platforming yeah. in there as well. Uh, Planet Alpha is out. September 4th. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have. We've got a couple more games that we wanted to talk about, but maybe we can put those in the We'll bring uh, them back, like the Everspace, the, the you know. The YouTube description, yep. something like that. We, yeah. can, we can figure that out. But uh, guys, we are out of time. I wanted to thank you each for joining me today on stage. And thank I wanted you. to thank you for watching. Don't forget that uh, NBC is IGN's Nintendo show, but we're not the only show on IGN. You can also check out Podcast Beyond, Game Scoop, Unlocked. What else we got? Fireteam Chat. So many shows over there. Keep in mind that we are usually Thursdays, 3 p.m. Pacific time, and Fridays, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on YouTube. This is a very special episode because we're all the way out here in Cologne. And sleepy. And sleepy. We are jet lagged <laughs> a little bit. But thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, keep it right here. Next week we'll be back with more Nintendo news that you can use. And we'll see you then. Pear? Get the thing. Listen!